Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. It's that episode of So I Married a Movie Geek that you've all been waiting for. That's right. It is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Dun, dun, dun. But before we get into that, you should probably know who we are. My name is Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters co-hosts this podcast with me and is our resident movie geek. Thank you, Justin, for being the movie geek and showing me the world that otherwise I wouldn't see since I live under my rock. I could show you the world, (laughs) shiny, (laughs) shimmering, splendid. In preparation for this episode, uh, if you didn't hear our last podcast, Justin made me watch the prequels to Star Wars. And over the last year, uh, I think I've watched all of them just in the last year, though. Right, Justin? Time-wise? Yeah, pretty much. That is true. So then this is it. So now I'm like caught up. This is it. Please (laughs) let me know. I'm in a singing kind of mood. (laughs) Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. I'm excited. Are you? Can you tell? Look at me. This is my excited Poor Justin. He's got a tissue sticking out of his nose because he's been having (laughs) perpetual nosebleeds lately. So, you know, it could either be like death or allergies. One of the two. (laughs) It's hard to get the mic like in the like crevice here underneath. Between your sticking out tissue. Would you like a tampon? It might be better. I think we've talked about this before. I'm I'm cool with not. I mean, I'm, this is working right now. <laughs> You're like I'm I'm cool. It's Never hard mind. to drink a beer though, and also have this in my nose, and then also have the microphone. Justin, the people on Twitter want you to have a tampon up your nose while we record this podcast. <laughs> really cool. Thanks. Thousand percent. Thanks, people from Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I would have put it up there, but this was the closest thing I had. Well, I don't have those on hand. I don't know where they are. I I have them on hand, and I can give you one. I'm cool right now. Okay. Like if it starts to overtake this Kleenex, that's when we. I don't think it will. Have you always had nose plates? Uh, I think I had them as a kid. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I think the fact that we a live next live near a like what is that uh, gas leak. Oh, the uh, Porter Ranch gas leak. Yeah, so we... The infamous one. Yeah, that's in the past couple of years have been actually leaking, leaking a little bit. You Methane, know. yeah. So we got that. We had the fires last week. Oh, the fires week. are never ending. They're still going. Thomas Fire's still going. Um, 12 days. We, and then we have the weird like weather, like temperatures. Like it got cold again just recently today. Mm-hmm. And then it gets hot and like in the 80s in December. It's crazy. It just goes My nose can't keep up, Chrissy. So what you're telling me is that you need to live in like a more climate sensitive sort of place where it's not constantly fluctuating. And stop punching me in the nose. That doesn't help either. Well, I mean, I, I'd rather move <laughs> than stop that, to be honest. You know what? The big reason I think it is, is just like excitement, pure excitement. I've been living on adrenaline for the past week because everyone knows I love Star Wars. Yes, you do. But it it just didn't get real to me until this week. With I mean, this has been a crazy year, guys. 2017 has been the pits. And so The Last Jedi, to be honest, has been kind of like that 
beacon in the, in the in the darkness. Well, listen, listen. Before you start talking about hope, I, sh- I feel like I should say something to anybody As and I everybody. Try to drink some beer. Oh, that's a oh, sight. I don't drink it. That through. is a side sight to see. I have to tell you, I should be taking a picture of this. I'm being remiss. That's skills. That is skills. But I, but I will say this: anybody listening to this podcast should know this is going to be spoilerific. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Tons I mean, of spoilers. We, I mean, we can we can give a, like early uh, like at at the front like what we generally thought about it, but. Sure. To talk about this movie, there's just so much stuff going on that's spoilerific, and I mean, by by the point this hits, if you if you're if you're a real fan, you saw it over the weekend. Come on. Unless you have small children and no babysitter. Or if you're a super fan like me, you saw it twice. Ching ching. You're welcome. Clang clang. Ching ling ding 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 dong. Ching chong ching chong. So true story. That's Chrissy's Star Wars sounds by the way. True story. Justin this afternoon goes. Hey, maybe I should take her daughter to the movie theater. And I'm like, yes, you should. That'd be awesome. He's like, okay. A second later. Hey, you think she could see The Last Jedi? And I looked at him and I went, well, she's five. And that's almost a three-hour movie. Uh, No. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, okay, cool. So I'm going to go see The Last Jedi. Bye. <laughs> well, you know, Chrissy, number one. Uh, you guys saw Coco without me uh, two weeks ago. Ooh, big comparison. (laughs) Also, I took her. I'm still sad about that. You got more time off. I took her. Well, Chrissy, uh, we're we're going into a week where it's going to be day day camp. So, you know, I'm going to be up to my eyeballs and kids. And again, Star Wars super fan me. I just had to see it again, Chris. I just it, it was coursing through my veins. There was a there was a good portion of the movie where I was just knocked off kilter by excitement, surprise, and there maybe be a couple things I just missed because I was just all a jumble, <laughs> I should say. So so having seen it twice, are, were there things that you missed? Yeah. Oh. You to- then totes my goats. Well, that's good because then you'll be able to fill in the blanks for me. Uh oh! Did you fall asleep? Mm. That's my Kleenex. Here, let me let me let me do this. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. You don't need a tampon. I think I can just like not have it in my nose right now. Look at you. If there's an incident, I'll bring it back. Progress. I'll bring it back. Okay, so so that's the main thing. So we'll be talking about the Last Jedi. Uh, little, you know, non spoilers for like a second, and then spoilers, and then after that, Chrissy. That's when it gets really exciting. That's I when the nose. Even. That's when the nosebleeds might come back. You know why? Why? We got a mystery snack challenge hashtag. And people wonder why I sound beaten down on Twitter. Justin has been teasing this as potentially the final mystery snack challenge, which which does not give me warm fuzzies. I, I take, have to say, I take umbrage to that beaten down comment by Dan Brennick. Dan knows. <laughs> Well, again, Dan is a fetus. Dan's super young. <laughs> He's not married, doesn't have kids. You know, I was like, dude, we've lived a lot of life yeah, in those nine years. Yeah, but he still calls years. it like he sees him. <sighs> yes, it's all my fault, guys. <laughs> it's all my fault that Chrissy sounds the way she does. Oh. Damn, guys. Pack your bags. We're going on a guilt trip. 
And on the guilt trip, there will be snacks. Yay! Well, I sound great, guys. I don't you know do. what you're talking about. You, you know sound why? enthused. Actually, you sound better now than you did when we started. Well, that's because I don't have a Kleenex stuff my nose. No, not this episode, dummy. The whole podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Do I? Yes. Hey. My dulcet tones. Also... You loosened uh, up. Also, uh, tonight... Uh, our daughter was like, I want to watch some Christmas, something Christmas. And I was like, oh, that's great. What are we going to watch? And then I missed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when it was, what is it on, like ABC? Is it CBS? You're already telling this story wrong. One of the networks. On. No, one of the networks usually shows it, but we missed that. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's on demand. Nope, it's not on demand. So I went looking for it. I'm like, it's got to be somewhere. Where is it? Where is this movie? Gosh. <laughs> I ended up finding, the only place I could find it in like really short <laughs> time was on youtube uh but the the version on youtube it was full yes but it was a drinking game version of the classic rudolph the red nosed reindeer Ding. which means every time they said a certain word they were like santa christmas santa uh there was they they kept adding more there was a loud (laughs) ding and like a picture in the corner of the screen like santa claus face or christmas tree was for christmas and I don't know if you guys know this, but that movie is 90% the words Christmas and Santa. Because <laughs> I just put it on as a joke, and then I was like, oh, I've got a beer. I'll just, no, no. Like 15 no. minutes in, I was like, nope, not a good idea. Like, So I, I, don't I have two caveats to that story. Number one, our daughter did not say, I'd like to watch some Christmas movies, please. She was sitting on the couch going, I want to watch TV. I want to watch Sophia the First. And Justin was like, how about something Christmas, guys? How about we look in this? Oh, look at that. Let's watch Rudolph. Rudolph's really good. Who wants to watch Rudolph? And then he couldn't find it. And then he found it. And then... Sorry for not wanting to watch Sophia the First for the 20,000th time. <laughs> and then he put it on. And I keep hearing the dings. And I'm like, what the Wait, hell is Wait, why is the door open? Did Daddy just walk out into the traffic? <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Daddy. We'll miss him. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I can't, I can't do it, guys. I know. Enough, Sophia. So you have to like plant the seed in her head. She, what she really wants to watch is Christmas. There's a Christmas tree there. You know, there's Christmas stuff everywhere. Let's watch something Christmassy. I know. So I hear the dings, and I'm doing dishes, and he comes up, and I'm like, what's happening? And you're like, oh, I couldn't find the real version of Reindeer. <laughs> why, why do you always do the butthead laugh? <laughs> well, I do not laugh like that. Oh. Like... Uh, uh, <laughs> this you're time you did. If I'm butthead, you're Beavis. <laughs> anyway, so you were like, you're like, <laughs> oh. you also like toilet paper. You have like a toilet paper thing. <laughs> what the hell? Camden has a toilet paper thing. Okay. Our son. Anyway, okay. you were like, oh, I found this YouTube version where it's the full movie, the full one, but it's a drinking game. And every time you hear the ding, you're supposed to drink. And I was like, cool, I'm down. Let's do this. I, we got our drinks, and every two seconds it was like this. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. And I would shout at you over the railing. I'm like, Justin, drink. And you were after a while. You're like, no, man. Can't do it. No. I don't think it's real. I don't think this is meant to be real. <laughs> well, that's like a that's like a really sad local news story waiting to happen. Like two <laughs> parents in the San Fernando Valley were were found drunk and, you know. Disorderly. Disorderly <laughs> in their town home on Sunday night, due to watching the <laughs> drinking game version of Ra- Rudolph the Rando's Reindeer on YouTube with their kids. And then they totally do man on the street interviews and they'll be like, I've never heard of this drinking game that goes along with Rudolph. I mean, it's Rudolph. That's as G-rated as you can get. And then guys like, 
Uh, yeah, the, uh, you, most people don't know this, but this is the only only kind you can find on like streaming platforms for free at the last moment if your kids are like really wanting to watch Sophia the First, but you don't. Nerd. <laughs> Jason in like quotations. <laughs> no last name. <laughs> no last name. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. That was fun. That's our night. <laughs> That's our night, guys. Welcome to our life. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to our, our world. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Um. So yeah. So l- let's get to it because, I mean. That's what we're here for. We're here I mean, about- yeah, you came for Star Wars, not for stories about drinking Rudolph games. <laughs> Come for Star Wars. Stay for the mystery snack challenge afterwards, guys. Oh boy. It's going to be tons of fun. But Can't first, wait. we're going to talk about the movie. Okay. Do you remember what it was called, Chrissy? Do you remember the Star epi- Wars, but, Last Jedi. But what's the episode number? Eight. Ding, ding, ding. Ta-da. Let the past die. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Darkness rises and light to meet it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Come on! This is not going to go the way you think. IMDb, the logline for this one is, Ray develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to do battle with the First Order. This one's directed and, and written by Ryan Johnson, stars Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Mark Hamill, and our boy Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, and such. Carrie Fisher, of course, is in this as well. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. Yeah. Everyone's been waiting for this moment. <laughs> You're caught up with the Star Warses. I am. The the Wars and the Stars. What did you think of this newest one? It was good. The second half was, uh, in my opinion, better than the first half. Mm-hmm. But a very, very good movie. And of if I'm to compare them to other Star Wars movies, probably my second favorite. Of all of them? I think so. What? Yeah, I think so. And it's, it, it, it only gets a, it was good. That's how you, that was your first words. It was good. Yeah. You know what? Okay, so here's the problem. Everybody hyped this up to be like the second coming of Star Wars. They're like anything and everything you've ever wanted in Star Wars. Who are these people? Headlines. News headlines. I get I get notifications on my phone. There's for headlines, news headlines everywhere. Yeah. It was like literally anything and everything you've ever wanted in a Star Wars movie wrapped up in one. This that's what, movie. That's why you don't read headlines, Chrissy. Or or, or other like things me. that were like um anything you've ever wished for all seven movies. This is better than all seven combined. And I'm like, is it really? It's better than all seven combined? Well, okay. <laughs> no one said that, Chrissy. I swear to God, yes, All they did. seven combined? I will find it and, were, sh- and read you the headline. But were they you, did. Were you on like toddlers that like StarWars.com? <laughs> <laughs> it's a reputable can website. Re- can you even count that far? It's a reputable website, Justin. I just hate when people's like uh, uh, expectations due to marketing affects their view. Like, who fucking cares? Okay. 
Well, pretend you're like me and tried to stay away from as much marketing and reviews as possible before you went in and saw it twice. What do you think? Well, that's what second I was... out of all of them, that's pretty big, Chris. Wait, but, but hold on, I was setting it just, up, and you just watched. Well, I was about to say you just watched all of them in the last year. How many of those do you actually remember? Most of them, half, half of them. Yeah, well, I guess that's good. Yeah, fifty percent. Yeah. But what I was getting at is that because of those things, it's not like where I'm like, oh, that's totally colored my my feelings for it. Mm-hmm. It's more like it set the expectations so ridiculously high yeah. that I was like, okay, I am excited for this to be the best Star Wars movie of all time. And I'm excited to be blown away because I need to be. And then around, I don't know, maybe the 40% And then mark, when it doesn't fillet you, you're like, what's up? This is okay. Well, I didn't get like that, but around the 40% mark, I found myself getting tired. And I'm like, don't fall asleep, Chrissy. Don't do it. Don't do it. You need to stay awake for this movie. And I tried really, really hard to, and I found myself dozing off and I was like, don't do it. But then I woke up and it was really good. Okay. Okay. So in terms of general opinion, that's your opening statement. That's your general feeling. I just want to. Is there something without spoilers that you could say that put this, like, rocketed this one into the second spot among all of them? Sure. Yeah. I didn't really feel much for the characters in the other movies. Okay. And and not to say that like I didn't enjoy them. Like I find Han Solo enjoyable, but I never really felt for him, bonded with him. Same for Luke, and actually same for Leia, and and they've been the trifecta of the core movies. So it's, you know, it, I don't know. So there's that. The prequels, a whole nother mess, like we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I can't, this is going to sound really weird to say, but I feel like if I were to say I've bonded with anybody's journey more than anyone else's, it would be Darth Vader's. <gasps> Chrissy, what does that say about you? I'm sorry. He's full of nuance, that one. <laughs> you know he's not in this one, right? Exactly. And that's when <laughs> so you were sad. A little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, no. And I brought this up before about how much I loved Rogue One. But but here's why. Rogue One made me feel the gamut of emotions, which I think The Last Jedi did for most people. Mm-hmm. Rogue One made me, at times made me laugh, made me cry harder than I've cried in movies in a long time. I remember crying so hard in Rogue One. And f- I actually don't remember why. I, remember I, don't a little remember, bit why. I don't even remember this happening. I didn't want you to see. Was this like a secret cry? I didn't want you to see. So I sat there Chrissy, with like Chrissy. You don't have to hide your secret. It happens. Your, your Star Wars cry. I get really me. embarrassed. So why? I don't know why. I can't. You're sitting next it. to me. I know. Am I scared to cry about Star Wars? No, you cried the first time. I cry all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> but but I I remember like gulping down tears and like trying really hard not to openly sob in the movie theater. So that one's still your first. Me. That's that's your favorite Rogue One. Because it moved me. None of the other movies have moved me in that way. I've liked them and they've been great. And this one had a lot of great moments where you're like, yeah, and cheering at the screen. So, wait, wait. So what you're saying is, Chrissy, you rank your Star Wars movies by Force Boners? <laughs> Rogue One gave you the most force boners of all. I mean, I just talked about crying, so I think it's a sad force boner. Well, dude, that's Chrissy. That's what the like everyone thinks they know what the the force boner is, but they don't really know. Ed, it, it could be anything. It could be grass. 
It could be darkness. It Evidently. Could be, it could be happiness. So yeah. It could so, be a so I, party. like I said, I think this movie probably moved a lot of people the same way Rogue One moved me because they feel so tied to Luke's story or Leia's story or any of those people. So they're so tied into those characters. It's moving for those reasons. Whereas I'm less sensitized to them. So it's ever so slightly less moving for me on that regard. That said, I was very interested in, in the plot between Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and Rey. That propelled the story forward for me much more than any of the other characters or plots. Cool. Awesome. There you go. Well, I we'll mean, get in more depth in a minute, but I want to hear about you. Um, Guys, got to be honest with you. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. You can't even say it with a straight face. You Just guys. kidding. I loved it. He's like trying really hard to bite his lip. Oh my god! Okay, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I freaking love this movie, guys. Like, and <laughs> it's funny that we watched just watched the prequels, cause, so it was just like the pendulums just like swings back into the huge force boner, force boners for Justin movie. Correct. Um, yeah, I if uh, I'm trying to think of my opening statement. It's hard, Def- isn't it? <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely top three for me, and that's huge. Definitely top three. And after seeing it a second time, um, I mean, it's close to number two. What are your other ones? Empire and Imp- what else? Empire, Star Wars, and this one would be my top three. Okay. And uh, I mean, Empire. We talked about when we talked about it, you know, like a year ago. That's that's the one I've seen the most. That's the one that I am the most close to. I and that's the one I remember the least. And everybody says it's their favorite, but I remember the plot the least. I have to watch that one again. Yeah. Um, and the Star Wars, of course, set the whole set the whole table for everything. So that is that holds a lot in my heart. But this one, um, I, I definitely like more than Force Awakens, which I also loved. Rogue One, Chrissy loved, I loved. But this one, and I was trying to the second the second time I was watching it through, I was trying to figure it out. Is and I'm sure other people are are saying this in their reviews and you know their podcast episodes, but it feels like a star like the Star Wars for now. Like, yes, that I agree with. Like it's it's a it's a it's a new Star Wars. The whole theme of you know you gotta gotta let go of the past, you know, face the future, start a new leaf. That stuff just really resonated with me personally. With with. Uh, I think us as a a populace, a nation at this time. Um, so that coupled with the fact that there were so many surprises and 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 zigs when a lot of us, including me, thought it was going to zag, that I was just like, oh, I love this. And on top of those two main things, the fact that there's so much really weird star wars in this movie like in nooks and crannies everywhere and i really i focused on that the second viewing i was just like yes i was like (laughs) i love this i love this like this one i find this one way more rewatchable than force awakens and we i just watched that uh two was it two nights ago two nights ago i think so i found them somewhat equal in terms of watchability this one is slightly ahead um, I mean, uh, straight up, this movie has definitely won, but maybe at least two to three um, iconic Star Wars scenes. Like, Chrissy can attest to this because she was sitting next to me, but 
there's one scene in this movie, and everybody knows the one we're talking about, um, where I almost leapt out of my chair. <laughs> I looked at Chrissy, and I had like the "What the fuck is going on?" face. Are I was you, like, "Oh my talking, god!" Are you talking about this? Huh? You know the scene I'm talking about. Wait, are we talking about this? It's it's the scene kind of in the middle of the movie where it's like they've been everything's been coming to this. Like the I agree with Chrissy in that if you were to divide this movie into quadrants, the second quarter of this movie lags Thank a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so much better. And I felt that the first time, but the second time I was watching, I was like, yeah. And the reason it lags is it's taking its time. It's taking its time revisiting Luke Skywalker, the whole thing on the island. But the the whole subplot with, you know, a couple of the characters kind of just like, oh, why did they have to do it this way? Like, I understand what they're doing, but I just don't think that they, the, the execution was... Plotless. Was, I mean, it was, I don't want to say it was plot. It was, it was too, way too complicated and way too just like, it just didn't matter in the end. And actually it made a lot of things worse. Anyway. So, I mean, that's my main feelings. I love it. I think it's great. Um, I think it, it it's a, it's a Star Wars for 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 us for our kids that isn't so ingrained in the past and the Star Wars that came before it. Um, Chrissy's favorite is Rogue One. She liked that because it was moving. you know moving and new, uh, you know, a new paint job. This one is like a course correction and just like. Says, okay, everything you thought you saw before, we're going to, uh, you know, shake the etch sketch really hard, and then you know, it's a really good analogy. What, actually, what remains is is the new Star Wars, and and how we're gonna and, set and they, things going. And forward. they address that several times throughout the movie because I'm sure there are people who feel a certain amount of sadness or pain about the idea that their beloved, you know, franchise well, is thing. getting this and I was gonna, treatment. I was going to get to that. So, like I said, I haven't really read reviews. But I've seen like headlines and stuff, and one of the headlines that I see everywhere uh, just this weekend because it just was released is everyone is freaked out by the fact that Rotten Tomatoes, of course, it's always about Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, the so the critic uh, tomato meter is currently at ninety three percent, which is huge. That's yeah. that's like one of the I think I forget Very highly rated. It, it's definitely one of the highest, but the audience score is fifty seven percent. Wow, that's a dichotomy. So, I just see the headlines about that, and the only thing I could think of is uh, either uh, number one, there's a lot of people trolling, and that's, that's I mean that's a possibility. You know, sure. if, if people, a certain group of people, just don't like a movie, they can try to skew that audience score, I guess. Right. Um, but the other thing is, and uh, this is when we have to go into spoilers and stuff, is there's several things that the last jedi does which basically takes the wind out of the sails of established characters or established plots established mysteries that the force awakens set up so one of the big ones was ray uh yes who raised parents chris we still who, don't know who raised parents well the big thing is everybody's like oh Chrissy, before we went went to watch the Last Jedi, I asked her that question. So, like, who's Ray's parents? She's like, probably. Well, Luke. she's got to be Luke's. Like, Luke's got to be her dad. You know, that definitely is not the truth <laughs> when you watch this movie. She's nobody, apparently. Well, yeah, well, evidently, one of the big scenes is like she's basically nobody. Her parents were whatever, like 
Drunks. Sold her off no, for like drug so, alcohol money. Yeah. So, yeah. So, according to this movie, and I'm sure that that could be a change, but I think it's best that she's a nobody. And that's that's I think that's one of the uh, the main themes in this movie is the forces the forces everywhere, and anyone could be you know a hero. That's true. So I think that works for me. So that's one reason. The second reason is, uh, <laughs> and this goes into, oh man, I don't. I, I kind of want to do like a fo- top five moments. Top five. Oh, here we go, Chris. Oh boy, are you ready for this? I guess I am. Top five hashtag force boner moments. Okay. Okay. Uh, the number one I think is it should is probably number one for everyone. So I'll, I'll say that for last. Um, so uh, top five. How would I go? Um, I love the opening of this film. What did you think about the opening of this film, Chris? You're talking about the crawl. Yeah, the crawl. <laughs> you talking about the Lucasfilm logo? I really like the crawl. It was very. The, it was very. It was the green, the right shade of green. The, the crawl Lucasfilm explained logo. a lot, but it's always too explainy for me. <laughs> Dude, I. You know what? In watching Force Awakens before this, right after we watched the prequels. Which, like, the prequels, especially, I think it's Phantom Menace, has one of the worst fucking crawls ever. <laughs> like, you, like, you have to, like, read it 12 times to really understand what's going on. The Force Awakens, I think, might have the best crawl ever. Because it's just like, Luke is missing. You know, it's very direct and you understand what's going on. This one is just like, man, shit's fucked. Like, Basically. shit has hit the fan. Like, everyone is down for yeah, the Yeah, I count. agree. It was fine. They're looking for hope. Which I was like, okay, that's great. I just totally understand what's going on. I was talking about the fact that uh, the uh, the resistance are on like th- th- are, are trying to leave this planet and escape. Yes, and all of a sudden the bad guys are like, "Oh, right on! We're them. here! Choom, We're choom, here!" Choom. And they're like, "Oh shit!" Um, and uh, another big theme of this movie that you see over and over is people really making shitty mistakes. Like watching that for the second time, everyone like everyone in this movie makes like total mistakes like they totally fuck up everyone especially the guys the guys in this movie and that's there's a there's a there's a strange but um surprising gender thing going on this movie because uh there there are women making decisions i caught that too there's a lot of guys uh trying to butt up against those decisions like like hell no we're gonna do it this way but if you had to tally them tally them together i think the guys and the decisions they make um, are way worse than a lot of the women in this movie. Mm-hmm. But but if you think about it, like everyone's like mission or intent or or what you know their the what they want to do in this movie, they they kind of fail at it, and that's kind of highlighted by uh, one of my favorite scenes, and it's uh, another Force Boner moment in the movie. So no, number one Force Boner is there's this beginning scene. There's there's a space battle right off the top, right? Um, and it involves Oscar Isaac basically going against the orders of princess leia or general leia whatever yes, general um and he he goes for the hero moment but he makes the mistake of doing that instead of um instead of chess looking at the the back me up chrissy my nose is about to bleed all again. the men in this movie are hamilton and all the women are aaron burr they're willing to wait for it and all the men are like, "Nice, we're not waiting for anything. Seize the day. Nice. Basically. Except for Luke, who's in the background being like, I'm sad. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, he goes for the hero moment and ends up uh, being a lot of casualties in the resistance. Yeah, because of his his screw up, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. Um, especially it's a good scene minus people dying. Yeah, this bombers and and space wars, but it ends up a lot of people have died, but they've gotten away. But he gets demoted as opposed to court martialed. You know what thing about and the, the Oscar Isaac? There's more Oscar Isaac in this movie than Force Awakens, which is a definite plus. But he's got like sexual chemistry with like everyone, including including BB-8. I'm so glad you said that because I was just <laughs> like, like at the end, he's like, "Where's my droid?" And there's like hugging. I'm like, they're, they're, they're gonna make out, man. This is great. <laughs> everyone, like him and Carrie Fisher, him and Laura Dern. I know. I was like, damn, that guy can like sex up anybody. It's so funny you said that because like I don't think it's intentional, but like every new w- woman who walked into his life, I was like, is this the one that they're gonna have a relationship <laughs> with? Like. I can't tell. He keeps, he keeps getting knocked out and like stuff, and I'm like, he keeps getting back up and being like, "Hey, what's up?" It, like, it occurs to me that they gave him a bigger role after Force Awakens because everybody watched Force Awakens and went smoothworthy, <laughs> and they went, "Okay, he's our man." Oh man! So yeah, that would be the. I love I love a beginning of a Star Wars movie that gets you right in the, the heat of a a space battle. Um, already in progress. Already in progress, and it, like I said, it lines up with the. The thematics of, you know, stupid guys making bad decisions, you know. Oh, uh, Hamilton. <laughs> so that would probably be uh, one of the five. Another one of the five is uh, Yoda's back in this movie for a split second. What? Two minutes. Um, he lights a tree on fire. <laughs> I love this. And, 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 that's, and that scene totally lines up with the theme of, you know, fuck the past, you know, Choose your own story. Yeah. Basically. Dude, it is so awesome that we're seeing this movie and Hamilton in the same weekend. <laughs> There's a lot of similar themes going on. Right? You know. You can talk all day about Hamilton. Like there's there's a lot of there's there's a lot of gray in this movie. You know, everyone talks about the the black and white of the the light and the dark in Star Wars movies, but this one shows that pretty much everyone's gray. And and, and Yoda realized that because when Luke came to the tree later on in the movie and he was ready to set it on fire but didn't Yoda realized and he already knew but it was like Luke cannot for the life of him get out of his own way I, it was so appropriate that Yoda just did it himself yeah and, and he started laughing with his Frank Oz, Frank Oz and his I was just like <laughs> yes this is amazing multiple force boners ding 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 <laughs> um, that was also one of the uh, light it on fire you will <coughs> I, I probably cried, Chrissy, no joke, at least three or four times during this movie. I only saw you crying once, so I don't know the other times you cried. <laughs> it was always, not always, but it usually involved like um, like two old characters seeing each other first. Like, See, uh, you w- care about that. When when Luke, who, who by the way, that's another um, zig where, it, you know, or zag where it was going to zig. He's kind of like a, a hermit. Like a, he's like, fuck the forest, fuck everyone. I want to live on this crazy so island with these crazy things, so I die. Um, so that was that. I actually thought this was great, but anyway, uh, I totally cried when he got into the Millennium Falcon and like met up with R two D two, and then R two D two did the little thing with Leia. I was like, oh my god, 
God. I was like, see, like I was like being volunteers. I was like, gotta fight this, gotta fight this. This is a really good example of something that's nostalgic for people who have been with the franchise since the beginning. Yeah, and absolutely nothing for those of us who came in in the eleventh hour. And it's sweet. We love R two D two. Or who has who has no long term memory. <laughs> what like I don't remember who the hell R two D two is or the Millennium Falcon. I remember what they are, Justin. I'm not stupid. I didn't say you were stupid. I know. I'm just saying I don't care. Talking about same. you can watch a movie and then a week later you don't remember the movie, so there's no nostalgia or, or like longing there, but you don't remember it. So I can. Re- okay, I'm just gonna be quiet. J.K. J.K. Chris, what? Uh, what? So can you four spoilers for you? I gave you two of mine. Um, is, is there a certain scene? Uh, a st- there are a few. I can't order them specifically. Uh, obviously, and I think this is your number one, the whole takedown of Snoke. Oh my God, Chris. That is the best scene in the movie. Period, the the end. That's the one where I jumped out of my chair, Chris. I know, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. You literally did too. That whole, that whole sequence because it's. Yes, it's more than a scene. That's where, (laughs) that's where the movie finally picks up. And that's where I'm like, I'm in. You know, that whole sequence of, and it, it, it sucks that they had to have that. I don't know if I say sucks because there was things about it I liked, but the fact that they had this whole convoluted plan of, okay, like the reason that the the bad guys can can find us through like light speed or hyperspeed or whatever is they it's got a like, tracker, the super tracker device that you know helps. So what we need to do is somehow turn get on the bad guy's ship and turn that shit off, Chris. Turn that shit off, and you're like, is that the only option? Yeah, basically. Because even Oscar Isaac's character is like, uh, can you tell like le- wait, like simplify that for me? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. So yeah, so force boner for the entire Snoke takedown and everything leading up to it. Uh, another big one for when they had their final battle in the salt and sand near the mine. Mm-hmm. How cool of a visual of that was that? By the way, that the white untouched sand every time it was touched turned bright red like blood. I know. Such a cool visual. It's definitely visual. It's like all those um all those ships were on their on the period or something. <laughs> you have to take it there. <laughs> wow. Did you notice when when Luke came down and he was like and he started stepping out, he wasn't making the red the red marks? I didn't, but when they said I, I mean like, how did but I knew oh, when they, you heard me, I shouted this because when they were and he was in the mine. Um, they were like, well, how did he get in here? And I went, oh, he didn't get in. He's totally a hologram of himself right now. You called that Chrissy? Yeah. I I, I tapped you when he revealed like he couldn't be killed by the There saber. were no hologram taps. You lie, Chris. You lie. What? You said hologram? Yes. You're a genius. Shut up. No, it was when you when kept trying to stab him over and over again. And I said, I know it. No, you said that like when he walked out there, like when he first showed up in the... Remember he walked out and they're like, whoa, where did he come from? We're like, he's a hologram. Yes. How did you know? Because they, I they, totally thought he was there. Because they had mapped it out beforehand that like they had no way of getting in or out other than that one entrance. And then suddenly, miraculously, he was there 10 minutes or so after Leia had sent out her message, which didn't seem plausible, even with some sort of light speed capabilities. He didn't exactly have the Millennium Falcon or its hybrid waiting for him to board on his stupid island. So no, suddenly, he had his ship. His ship, I'm pretty sure that was his ship that was underwater. underwater. Either way, here he is. 10 minutes later, no idea how he got in. There's no, it's just like, oh, how did he get in there? 
Oh. Yeah. I mean, the first time I just, I didn't think of it. I, I was totally surprised where I was Kylo too. I was like, what the f-? I was angry. I was like, uh, And plus when they, and then when, and when he was like, fire every fucking thing we have on them, on him specifically, and not one bullet. I was like, okay, listen, not even Obi-Wan could do that. Like Obi-Wan fell underneath the cloak and he might still be alive, but like, this is, this is otherworldly. Like, nope, it's definitely a mirage. So yeah, when he, sh- when he showed up and he, he talked to Leia, I was like, Oh. Bing bong tears there. That destroyed me because of Carrie Fisher. And then he walked out there. Um, Do you remember what he said? What his character? Mm-hmm. Um, the one line in particular. He brushed her face and said, "Nobody is ever really gone." Yep. Oh, that wrecked me. Yep, that was definitely one of the four. And then he walked out, and that the whole thing with Kylo and them shooting down at him i was just like oh man yep boy i was so confused boing, boing. the entire time by the way because his name is kylo ren but they kept referring to him as ben and at first i thought they were just mispronouncing ren and i'm like ren it's his ren? real name ben solo ben ren ren, ren. You, know, you know he's han and leia's son right? yes but i didn't know like i thought maybe his real name was just ren and he added the kylo so that's yeah that's four force boner moments already um if i had to pick a fifth Oh, man. Tough one. So wait. So we got the beginning, Yoda and the tree. Mm-hmm. We got the whole Snoke scene, which we'll talk about in a sec. Yep. We have the ending with uh, Carrie, and then he walks out. Right. And What then... about Finn and his epic, let me kabakazi this plane into... I had... So I'm. <laughs> that's the one moment that I have reservations about because... Um, the So the new character... Rose. Yes. Um, she's unfortunately wrapped in in that whole thing on the like casino planet with like those animals and Benicia del Toro. Oh my god! What in the world? I have no words. So <laughs> I was laughing the first time because uh, I was b- like, b- b- I, was, I cut he, a deal. He was great <laughs> until he st- he kept doing that. And so the second time I had to watch it again, I was like, what is he doing? And Chrissy, the second time I watched it, he's like doing different things. Like at one point, he's like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I swear to God. He's like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot what he said. But he's like, he's like, are you, are you with a. Jedi, you know, I was like, what is he doing? He's like simple Jack, like stuttering. And then another time he does like the, um, the, the Hannibal Lecter, like, like you could do what you did. <laughs> He's doing like different stuff. And so I was just like, I was like, I don't mind if you're like weird or you like have a weird accent, but he's just like making weird sounds like different. He's like Michael Winslow from the police academy movies. Like, Ah, it totally took me out of the movie. That was like one of that. Like, oh, I thought you were saying Carl Winslow. What you said, Michael Winslow? I thought you said Carl Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when he started like singing, singing like the Family Matters thing. It's a rare condition this day and age. You know what? That would have been less. You know, less distracting than all the sounds he was making. To read any good news. Like, it, seriously, if I had to take one character out of this movie or recast yes, it. I totally agree. Like, oh, I wonder if that was his idea. Because he does that. He he has like roles where he it like, was does very weird like, accents. But it was and, like, very stuff. like a caricature of Johnny Depp. 
like Johnny Depp on his worst day, maybe in Alice in Wonderland, and they plucked him in and put him in there, and they were like, "Go be weird." And then he had like his weird like Jughead hat for for a good portion. Yeah. Also, I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with Maz that she recommended this dude?" Like, no, she didn't recommend him. She recommended the other guy at the casino table played oh. by Justin, Justin Thoreau. Oh yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I love the fact that like Star it's uh, Star Wars canon now or something like. She insinuated they had sex, like they like got together or something. I was like, "You get some, Oz. Like you get some, Justin Thoreau." I hate the fact that she was just on like a screen in this movie instead of like in the flesh. I don't remember her well from the other movie. I just remember her being a character. Um, but what did you think about that whole casino planet thing? Like, I think that's like the my least favorite part. There's like parts about it that I so liked. Maybe that's why I. I that's when you is that st- when you fall asleep? So you don't I remember that. I, I remember them getting to the casino planet. I remember them having shenanigans all over trying to find the guy. Then I remember them like being caught and then them being like tossed out and. Then they had to ride those those things. What things? Those those big animals that were like like greyhound races, but they're gigantic. Animals with like long like ears and stuff. You don't remember, remember that, that part? part? Oh my god, you did fall asleep, Chrissy. That was like a huge part of the movie. They released them. Remember, they went out to like the track, and like the little kids were like uh, there. No, no. God, Chrissy, you definitely fell asleep. Whoops. Yeah, that whole part. I woke up for the good parts. Apparently, that whole part, <laughs> which you know, you would think that the the casino plant would be a little cooler. I mean, I love the part that they hammer home that that, you know, the rich people were funding arms for both sides in terms of the resistance mm-hmm. and the first order stuff that 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 definitely, uh, you know, uh, there's thom- no good versus thematically evil. resonant uh, thing to bring up in a Star Wars movie in 2017. Agreed. So that, you know, Benicio del Toro, I was just waiting for it to get back to. Either I loved everything that that Luke, you know, crabby Luke Skywalker and Ray were doing, and I loved, I especially loved anything that involved her and Kylo and that whole Snoke thing. I feel um, like that was the movie. I know that I, other people, like I said, I, and I've repeated several times now, everyone's really into the character, not characters. I'm saying the character um, growth of the of Luke and Leia and all all those historical people yeah this movie without a doubt cemented that the best part about this whole series and we're two movies into it now is the whole kylo yes ben solo and ray yeah that's what i care about like what's gonna happen next their yin yang thing going on oh my god one of my favorite parts about this movie and like i said i love star wars but like i'm not a huge like nerd and like Read the extended edition and know all the intricacies, like Dave. I was going to say, you're, you're not Dave. Or something. <laughs> but the fact that they do this thing where um, Kylo and Ray talk to each other, it's like, That's it's like, cool. it's like Force I Am, Chris. It's like instant messenger. It's like, AIM. AIM has gone down, <laughs> and it, it, apparently they were. Like, it's risen up. Yes. It's totally. It's totally. It came back. Force, I, Force, Force AIM. But the fact that they they talk to each other like that, I was just like, I've never seen this, but I love this. I love that too. I'm so glad you said that because I'm not sure that everybody would love that, but I did. But how do you feel about the revelation that it was all a machination of Snoke? Well, he could be lying. He could be lying. Right? It could be, but he knew all about it. He did know all about it, but at the end 
Uh, the it very happened end, anyway. She, she, yeah. So You're there's right. de- there's definitely a connection there. I hope the force the force AI continues in the third movie <laughs> because just them like talking to each other and like. Uh, like reaching out and like touching hands. Oh, that's creepy. Or as the fuck. fact that she gets wet on the the yeah. island planet. Or and that he, Luke and then he saw wipes, them wipes together, out. like when they were hanging out. The, that whole stuff. Oh, so good. That was like the um the 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 appetizer to my favorite scene in the movie, the Snoke scene. That whole scene. Well, wait, before Chris, we get into the scene, I have, what, what, I have what? a question. Yeah. Who the hell is Snoke? He's nobody. That's great. That's another. I'm sure that's why a lot of people are pissed because in the first movie they're like, "Who is this Snoke guy? Like, what's his backstory? Like, he seems really like he, he seems like a super Sith or something. Like, is because remember we didn't see him in the flesh. We only saw like the you know the projection of him when people were talking to him. Like, how big is he? Like, what? And then this movie he's like. He's fucking Snoke. Like he's dead now. Like who the fuck cares? Like he's a nobody. Just like you know, uh, Ray's parents are nobodies. Tossed him away. Yeah. So that scene and the the surprise of him going down and sliced in half, and then the fact that they, my two favorite characters, this whole series, team up for five minutes and kick some like whatever those guys were with the red and like the weird. It was like weapons. the Matrix, basically. It was. It was I so love the Matrix. The Matrix. And so, and then, and then they have that talk and like, you know, shit comes to light, Chrissy, shit comes to light. And then they, uh, they do like that battle where they're like the lightsabers in the middle and they're like, oh, I was just like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, I want to live this moment. Can I ask you a question about this whole scene? Can I just like have this moment on like a five minute gif, like wherever I walk around? So wait, I have a question for you. So they... They team up for the five minutes, like you said, which was glorious. And yeah. Murder all the the people, a la the Matrix, right? Yeah. So now it's back to Neo. I mean, what's his face? Kylo Ren. And my favorite character, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Yes. And Ren. Yes. Ray. Ray. I'm getting them messed up. Ren. Ray. Ren. Yeah. Ray. Okay. Anyway, and they each make a a case to the other one about like flipping, basically. Yeah. How big of a part of you was hoping she would not quote unquote flip to join him? Because he extended his hand. He's like, I care. Like, let's do this together. Because in my head, I thought like, I would be like, yes, if it's an equal partnership and I get to, and it wouldn't be evil anymore. Like, we'd make it work. Like, it'd be a marriage. But he's like a fascist, Chrissy. He wants to kill everybody. But that's just it. Like, with her, that wouldn't be. Chrissy. Oh, my gosh. This is the Darth Vader in you coming out. He just wants to kill. You just want to kill everyone, Chris. No, 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 no. I, I mean, if it were going to be all his way, then ow, hit my head. <laughs> then she made the right decision and did not go with him. But I'm saying, like, if it were going to be a partnership, the way he was making it out to be, so just then like they kill would, half the people. They would balance each other. There would be balance in the force. Yeah. Yes, I, that's not implausible to have balance in the force, right? <laughs> but do you think he could be trusted, Chrissy? No, but that's the point. In the beginning, that they wouldn't be they they would serve as a check and balance to each other. There would be a lot of like growing pains. <laughs> Show me that smile. Again. Show me that smile. <laughs> Don't waste. We've gotten family matters in. We've gotten growing pains in. No, I totally understand. I totally understand. Like in that moment, I was because he was like, "Please," I was like, "I was like, you guys need to hash this out." But 
No more murdering good guys. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, see, you could hash it out. You could be together. Just we have to stop murdering. Cool. <laughs> Only murder the bad guys. Yes, we can work on the other things. <laughs> um. Yeah, I totally get that. Okay. I totally get that. Thank you. But I'm excited for what's going to happen in the third one, man. I am sad that they they couldn't work it out. I'm like, oh, no, when she went the other way. I love Kylo Ren and I, uh, so Adam good. Driver so as an actor in this, like his fighting style in that scene, because he's like all over the place and his hair is going everywhere. <laughs> and uh, like when he has to be intense, he's like super intense. Like he's like in it 110. Totally. I respect that. Totally, and I think that like he also has an underlying vulnerability to him, which is so buried down deep under like a hundred different layers. Speaking of vulnerability, at one point in this movie, he he almost uh, shoots shoots down the like <laughs> the the window into the spaceship. Where his mom is like, yes, like knows that he's there, and then somebody shoots it anyway, and she like goes out into space. <laughs> That's another point where I was like, "What is going on? I don't know. I don't so, know this." I'm glad you said that because I was like, "Oh, that's really sad." Okay, good. There it goes, and I was like, "Okay, so I guess this is how they kill off Leia. Like, it's really sad." And then all of a sudden, she opens her mouth, and like Grandma in space flies with one arm up. I was expecting Yonder to come up, like, ah, "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all." <laughs> She was like totally space lorded out for a second, and then she just went. And then she was unconscious. She I just, was like, she so... just neoed back into the spaceship. Yeah. I was like, did she hold her breath and she just used the yeah. force to get back, basically? But then, like, she's unconscious. After I guess that. somebody could tell us if that happened in any of the extended universe or, or whatever books or something. Because yeah. at that point, I was like, damn, what is happening? What's going on? So I will. Leia's say this. got some new skills, right? I mean, obviously, we don't know what goes on in the next movie and how they treat the death of Carrie Fisher and how they address that Leia is no longer here and yeah. all that sort of stuff. That'll be very, very sad. But Luke is now dead. So Luke is dead. I guess. I don't know how the hologram think, Luke managed to I think that kill was, himself. I think that was a fitting end um, to the character. I agree. Because he said he wanted to die on the island and he got his wish as the sun set, which I know the sun was a thing in New Hope. But, but how... Okay, two things. Number one, how does he die when it was his hologram who was getting all beat up? Um, well, again, this whole projecting himself in that manner was new to me. Like, I was like, whoa, he can do that? That's super cool. But I assume that the fact that he did that just took, like... All the life out of him. I mean, he, 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 he wasn't 100% when we meet him at the island. He was definitely down like 40 to 30%. And he was like, ah, I just want to get down to zero. But I think that just took that took the, the rest of it. it out of him. Okay, that makes sense. And then he's looking at the sun. He's like, oh, this is it. Like, this is my swan song. Bloop, you know. Right. So secondarily, so then for the episode nine, we're, we won't have nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nine. We won't have Luke. We won't have Leia. We don't have Han. Yeah, totally cleaning the slate. I love it. This is great. That's what I was thinking. So I'm like, so then we'll finally be able to have the movie that I wanted, which was Kylo Ren and Rey. And fine, okay, we can invite Finn and Poe. Sure. And the other girl, Rose. Sure. I think, uh, you know. B plot. <laughs> if I, compared to Force Awakens, um, I think. Just the fact that Finn got caught up in that whole sub- subplot with, like, where's the tracker? You know, we're on the casino planet. 
Um, and then the end. So here's the problem when I have the end. It's because, disjointed. So he's like racing in this, you know, shitty speeder thing, you know, making a red mark. He's going towards this cannon that's supposed to be powerful enough to shoot Take through the, the door, door and basically kill everyone. So it was a suicide mission. I assume that all these speeders went out towards all these the bad guys anyway. But it was a super suicide mission where he was the only one left. Yeah, basically, they retreated, and he was going straight. He was like he was doing the um the Independence Day guy he was. moment. He was a hundred percent having a Randy Quaid moment. And uh, but Rose just like all of a sudden just like runs into him, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like he, she could have killed both of them. That's what I thought. Then it would have all been for naught. I was like, "What is this?" Like that was one of the the main moments in the movie where I was just like, "That makes no sense." None. Like she could have fucked up. Like the, a lot of people fuck up during this movie. Like the fact that they even went and and did that crazy plan to get on the 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 uh, the the bad guy ship and try to get the tracker. That in that plan inadvertently killed a bunch of people. Totally. Because they were on there and they got caught and then they found out that their escape pods were and they killed all them. So people like go for the hero moment and inadvertently get a lot of people killed. Like she almost had that again, Rose, when she did that. I was like, what the fuck? I that's exact I'm glad you thought that because that's what I thought too. I'm like, what the fuck was she thinking starting an accident with him where like they both could have blown up and then the cannon would have gone off anyway and there we are. Like she and then she had that line like I did it for like a save a save you, you dummy you're I was like you're a dummy dummy like I liked you pretty much up to that point as a character like I yeah, didn't like the fine. whole subplot or something but that was kind of dumb that was dumb Finn's density was to die <laughs> he's on a death wish I did like his fight with uh, the, the the Captain Phasma the the. The Chrome Dome, which are like, who is that? Who is that? He kept asking. I was like, it's Phasma. She's like, but who is it? I was like, that's it. That's all we know about her. <laughs> she's lo- she looks super cool. You know, you saw her for like a second in the last Chrome movie. Chrome Darth Vader, and also female and British. But who is she? Like the character or the actress that plays her? Both. Uh, the character is like she's just like she's like the Boba Fett for this series. Like she looks cool, but she doesn't do a lot. In this movie, she dies. You know, you know. And she's played by Gwendolyn Christie, who is uh, super awesome from Game of Thrones, basically. Okay. But, I mean, she's she got snoked, too. Like Everybody was like, oh, I hope she has more to do in the second movie. She what? had a tiny bit more to do, and then she's R.I.P. Yeah. Laura uh, Dern. Um, Laura Dern. So that character, I was like, what is she thinking? And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, she knew more than... So that's a question that I have for, and maybe I'll ask Dave about this. I should have asked him before the episode is one of the things I didn't understand was the information that there was this planet where the the salt planet, the information that existed, who had the information when is that something that only Carrie Fisher or, uh, you know, general Leia had. And then when she came to, she's like, Oh, by the way, this is where we want to go. Or did Laura Dern's character have the information you know, that they were going there in the first place because she butted heads with Poe a lot. Yeah. And Poe's like, you have no plan, blah, blah, blah. Did she have a plan? And did so, she know? Because if she did, why didn't she just tell, hey, Poe, guess what? Yeah. I have a plan. Totally. This is what it is. So don't go crazy. Don't do it. Well, I have a few ideas. Or, okay. hey, hey, uh, uh, Rose and, and Finn, mm-hmm. I have a plan. This is what it is. So I believe she actually did know the plan. 
And that became. Then why did she tell? So if she would have told everybody. I, I, a I good, think there's a two good things. Half of this movie wouldn't happen. Totally. So. And, well, also, yeah, because of that. But I think that she had categorized Poe as a hothead and was like, fuck if I let him run my ship and run me and tell me what we're doing. Get off my bridge. Like, I'm going to do what I do. And it's not your business to know what's happening. You fall in line. And so she, you know, it was a, a little bit of a power play on her part. But when all became revealed, I think she did know what was going on. But I think it was, she was remiss. Absolutely. And not letting in her core team on knowing the plan. Uh, the fact that she did that, uh, like, light speed into the bad guy's ship was pretty badass. I have it to was admit. pretty badass. Her um, hair was on point, by the way. Her whole look was on point. Yeah, it was. I was like, damn. She's tall, man. She was tall. She was really, really tall. I don't remember her being that tall in Jurassic Park, but I guess she was. I don't remember either, but man. She grown. Tall girl. <laughs> she grown. What did you think of the porgs, Chris? The Aww. little thingies. They're so cute. Chewbacca did not like those porgs. Well, poor Chewbacca. I mean, so Chewbacca's like trying to eat, and they're, <laughs> they're looking at him like, and then after that, they become friends. And I'm like, how can you become friends with somebody who like killed your uncle? Well, he he, you know, like uh, like their brother sister. He, you know, they were all over the ship, and he didn't like that. But he's like, okay, whatever. Right. What's the sound? The sound like towards the end, they're like, like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The when and then one ends up on the glass, and other one's like. Uh, I heard you laugh so loudly we gotta get when some I pork. went up on We got to get a pork, a plush pork or something. Okay. Plush pork. Um, pork. I was trying to think, is there anything else that we miss? I liked um, uh, Damal Gleason's character more in this movie. Who's that? He's Hux. Hux, the, the red hair guy. Oh, especially that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the beginning scene where uh, Poe po calls in to the bad guy's ship. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm, a whole, I'm on hold for General Hux. He's like, that was great. There's so much more humor in these movies than there are in the original trilogy movies. This one was definitely funnier than uh, Force Awakens. It reminded me a little bit of Avengers in that regard. I was like, oh, good. We're getting some humor and some some sensibility there. Um, so at the end of the day, like I said, I, I love I love Last Jedi um, because it's 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 new. It's surprising. It's different. Um, it gives a fitting farewell to characters that I grew up with and loved mm-hmm. but also kind of setting the stage and um you know wiping wiping the the chess what are you doing I just saw a funny funny line the board clean for for the next generation in so. a review and I don't know what newspaper this is I had open on my phone mm-hmm. some of the film's biggest laughs come from Hux or Kylo giving stupid rage fueled orders with Domhnall Gleeson giving an apop- apoplectic performance in the shrieking tradition of Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending. Yes! Eddie Redmayne! <laughs> <laughs> Episode 9, Eddie Redmayne. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be super cool. Let's I make know, it happen. right? Um, did we, do we cover it all, Chrissy? Any final thoughts for you about this one? It's a new, new hope. It's a new new hope. Yes. Are you more in it? Like, are you more in it to win it now uh, for Star Wars now? I'm equally... I, I feel like with Rogue One, Force Awakens in this movie, like, you were actually super excited about going to see this one. I was because, not because of coming off of Force Awakens, but because I felt like I'd finally had a handle on who was what, good versus evil, light, dark, force, all that stuff. Like, I, I didn't get it before, but now I did. I understand structurally what this was about. So I was excited, especially again by those 
unbelievable off the charts reviews. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is actually going to be really good. This is going to be like, this is what hooks me into the future, which will be good for my kids because they're probably going to be into it as we get older here. And like I said, I, I stand by the very first uh, sentence that came out of my mouth and you're like, your opinion? And I was like, it was good. It was good. Nice. It didn't just make me fall apart the way it made you fall apart and put me back together again. Yeah. But it was very good. Yeah. Emotional, man. Yes. So many emotions. So yeah, at the end of the day, I, I just like Chrissy, I love the whole uh, stuff with Kylo and Ray in this movie. Um, I love the beginning. The beginning opening scene of this movie is great. There's a kind of a lull um, after an that ensemble movie. until 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 the point where all the people that we've been waiting to eventually make it to the bad guy ship do so. Uh, in terms of Ray and uh, Rose and Finn and stuff, and then that whole that whole scene with Snoke in his throne room, just kind of like so good. It was like that was like a shot to the that was like the the shot to the heart in Pulp Fiction. I was just like, "Whoa, I'm awake! This is great, yeah. awesome, yes, Same. down." And Snoke was, by the way, a, t- a total uh, crazy sociopathic, psychological. He was he, like, he was great. Yeah. He was great, and like I, when he died, I didn't even care that I didn't get a backstory for him. I was like, okay, he Same. he he worked. He was great. Now he served his purpose. He served his purpose. So, and like I said, um, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Uh, great, uh, send off for her, and then Luke, my my boy Luke. Sure. I mean, this is the boy. This is the boy that that lobbied hard to to name his son after Luke Skywalker. So, yep. And I'm glad that you didn't win that battle. <laughs> now that he's gone, I just I'll miss always him. find Luke so whiny. He, yeah, at he every was. stage of his life, and he was cro- like he's, it turned from whiny to crotchety, and then you know um, he had some uh, some interesting uh, nuggets of wisdom that he passed on. So there you go. Anyway, uh, what would be your final grade for Last Jedi, Chris? Mm, a minus. Yeah, on board. A minus. A minus. You have this at the same grade. Yep. Oh, I don't sweet. Have to agree with you. Like I said, it's not a perfect movie, um, but it is a pretty darn good. A perfect Star Wars for this moment in time. Yes. Um, and I can't wait to revisit it again and again and again and again and again and again. And I'm excited for Episode uh, Nine coming up. J.J. So Abrams is back for Episode Nine. When is that coming out? Um, I assume that one will be 2019, maybe. Sure. I don't know. 2019. What's year? Somewhere around there. We we got a lot of Star Wars coming up, guys. Oh boy. <laughs> Star Wars Land or whatever they call it is coming in Disneyland, and Chrissy's. We're we're just. I can't wait to wait 90 <laughs> minutes for a ride, or just not go at all because we can't even stand there 90 minutes with our kids. It's gonna oh, be great. I will be standing, Chris. You can stand with the kids. I'll be off somewhere else. Luckily, they'll be older, so it'll be a little bit easier. Sure. So, anyway, yay, Star Wars! Yay. But guess what, Chris? Oh no, have we reached that time? It's that time. It's time for the hashtag mystery snack challenge. Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. So we've made it to this point, Justin, and I have to say, based on your expression and just your voice alone, like I have to wonder what I did in life to get to this point. <laughs> what does that mean? 
I feel like something bad is about to happen. <laughs> Why would you say that, Chrissy? Because you're like, are you ready? All that's missing is wah, ha, ha, ha. We, I mean, you got to add some intrigue to this, Chris. It's what's called mystery stuff At challenge. At whose expense? Huh? At whose expense? Well, you're going to end up realizing both of our expense, but... What oh do you think? So, what do you think is under there? This is our last mystery snack challenge of 2017. What do you think is? Well, in- I had heard a rumor that they were taking those stupid Cheeto things filled with mac and cheese, and they were then dusting them in like red hot Cheetos, and like that was the permutation that I had a feeling you might use. You talk about you talk about spicy mac and Cheetos. Oh my god, there's a title. You talk about spicy mac and Cheetos. Yes, apparently so. Yeah, uh, a couple people tweeted at us, Facebooked us suggesting like hey do you know about this i was like do i know about this so i think they sell they sell that in the stores now like they at do. target but burger king just came out like you can get them down the street now right as well so they're very popular Chris. they defrost those better than anybody um but in the in the vein of the last jedi which we just talked about Total plot twist. Ding, ding, ding. You're wrong. It's not that. Thank God. It might be something much worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Please tell me you didn't bring back tropicals. <laughs> we do need to bring back. It was hard to procure those tropicals, Chrissy. So, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this item that's recently gone viral in the last like year or so. Um, but it's out there. There are multiple... Filmed YouTube videos featuring this product. Cinnamon? And the challenge involved. What am I talking about, Chrissy? Cinnamon? No. I'm talking about the one chip motherfucking challenge, Chrissy. I've never heard of this. Get on board, Chrissy. So. No! This is called Packy. I guess that's how you call it. The one chip challenge. Well, I just read it and now this sounds horrible and I hate you. Calif- Cal- Carolina Reaper. Chrissy, Carolina. Carolina. I don't care. My homeland. Reaper Madness. This is a chip made with the world's hottest pepper, Chrissy. It and says it, at the top, inside, one deadly tortilla literally, chip. Literally, it looks like a coffin and there is one chip inside this package. <laughs> it says on the back, do you dare to go to hell and back? No. This chip is crazy hot and not for the faint of heart or stomach. Heat seekers may eat at their own risk. Not everyone will enjoy the extreme heat. If the heat is too much for you, try drinking milk or eating ice cream. So that's why, Chrissy, I brought up, I got some. Are you serious? I got some of the, ooh, what is Ew, this? Ew, it's leaking everywhere. What are you doing? Okay, well, I didn't know that the ice cream had a leak in it. So the ice cream has a leak in it. So- oh, my God. The back of this says, do not eat if you're sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin, or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Justin, I hate for you to find out this way, but I'm pregnant. We can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wrong. I know that's not true. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. I got to take a timeout. Technical timeout. You ready? This is literally the worst idea you've ever had. <laughs> the worst. Like, I'm not even being funny about that. Like, this is the stupidest, worst idea you've ever had. I spilled some milk. I had to go clean it up. 
It's important to have some milk on standby. And in the time that cream, it took him to, by the way, first of all, the also I wanted to like really stress Chrissy out, like really dial this up. <laughs> so first of all, the idea of drinking milk just because is gross in and of itself. But like, hey, let's have this horribly spicy thing that might just like injure you. And then on top of it, how about you guzzle some milk? I'm like, that'll make me vomit. Do you want me to vomit on you? Because I might. Chrissy, I have this birthday cake uh, birthday cake cookie dough ice cream as well. That's cold, just in case we need it. So in the time that you were gone cleaning up your spilled milk, which by the way, there is crying over, I Googled this shit. I didn't cry. I have no words other than people suggesting you wear a latex glove <laughs> when you eat it. No joke. People are like, you should wear a latex glove. There's a lot of powder. It will get places and it will hurt. Like a, like a hot chip condom. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. People are like, it will burn. Yes. It is an experience. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. I, I Did you read the reviews, Justin, before you did this? No. So maybe I've you don't. It. I've seen some of the videos, though. So then maybe you don't understand why this is such a bad idea. Maybe I'm, I I have been short-sighted and should give you the benefit of the doubt. I mean, because if you didn't read them, then you don't know. Okay. What does it say? This is some cool packaging here. It says Fear the Reaper. This I is mean, like promising death pretty much right here. Yeah, well, it says... It talks about like causing physical damage to the stomach. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. One star ripped off. Twelve dollars for a single chip. I love hot and spicy, but I'm not a moron. <laughs> well, if you would like to end up in the hospital with internal bleeding, this might just be what you want. <laughs> a friend recently tried the challenge is now on day four in the hospital. Don't be stupid. It's not worth the risk. And my friend loves spicy foods, and the challenge was hardly a challenge, but the risk simply wasn't worth it. <laughs> what is this? Amazon? Amazon. Oh, my God. Amazon reviews. All right. Well, let me just open it. Sure. You do that. You're not going to open yours? I don't think I can, to be honest with you. I think I'm going to bow out. Oh, <gasps> Chrissy. I don't care if it's blasphemous. You I- won't even open it? After somebody told me I should probably have a fucking latex glove on. Well, should we stop down for you to get a latex glove? We don't have any latex gloves. <laughs> Why don't we have any latex gloves? All right. Well, that's very disappointing, Chrissy. Um. Also, mine's broken. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Mine's put together. I thought it was broken. It was bad. All right. Well, can I open mine? Yeah. Are you, you okay sure with can. that? Should I get a latex glove first? I think you do need to put something down. Hold on. <laughs> put something down. Do you have a towel? You want me to put it down a towel? You can have this Toys R Us toy catalog. Well, that's not something to get hot dust on, Chrissy. Well, what do you mean? Why not? You can throw it <laughs> Why away Why don't after. we put it on one of our kids' like... Let's put it on, let's do it on our kids' sunglasses while we're at it, you know? Where's a diaper I could do this on? Well, wait. You're making bad decisions. This is an expired was, coupon. Go ahead and do it on that. <laughs> I was thinking like a towel or something. This is not very big at all. All right. That's what she said. That's what she said. Good one. All right, I'm gonna put this down so I can open. I'm this pretty sure that I just got spiciness pl- on my finger. By the way, having by opened touching it. the unopened package, like because I accidentally <laughs> put my finger in my mouth, and I'm like, "What is that spicy thing? I feel my uh, tongue right now." All right, I'm gonna put this down so you can talk. I'll narrate it for you. 
So Justin's doing this challenge solo and I'm fine with that. I feel not one ounce of guilt based on what's about to happen. He opened the package. It's like the dust over. I'm like trying to keep it in an air. It's like the mist, Chrissy, but it's spicy. Okay. Is that on, by the way? Yeah, it's on. Okay. He's taken out this one potato chip, which already is a mess. Don't touch your fingers on your face. So he doesn't know what to do. He's like, do I? This this is huge. This chip is huge. It's like the equivalent of two chips. That's a double chip. No wonder you would die. Like, that's just a lot. It's not, It's got a lot of powder on it. So what should be my plan of attack? Should I try just like a little bit? Whatever you do, don't touch your hand or your face after this. <gasps> ah! You would. You would get a nosebleed and be like, whoops, I forgot. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be safe and I'm going to just try a little bit. Okay. You haven't even opened yours. No, well, it's fine. I'm not I'm not like hazing you on this. I'm not going to open it. I'm sorry. You should have known better. Okay, so he's broken off approximately one quarter of an inch. Here it goes. In his mouth. And we're waiting. He's dusting the powder off with his fingers. Do you need the milk? Do you need the milk? Where's the milk? So... I'm getting some intense heat. He, so now he's drinking the milk. Let's see if the milk helps at all. Are you going to be able to continue? I'm like, did I make a mistake? I told you. But nobody listened to Chrissy. Chrissy's overreacting. Chrissy didn't want to open her chip. Are you going to throw up? No, I have the hiccups. Are you going to throw up? I know that you had literally like one sixteenth of one half of one inch of the chip. Oh, I know. And now he's eating ice cream in bed. This is awesome. This is better. That that helped. The ice cream is what helps. Mm-hmm. Is it hurting your stomach? It's just hot in my mouth. Okay, that's good. Well, that's not hurting your like esophagus or anything. But night. No. But now you got hiccups, which is like, did that give you the hiccups? Because you didn't have it until you took a bite of that stupid chip. And now he's drinking milk again. So suffice it to say you're not going to have another little bite of that chip? <laughs> I'm done with the chip, guys. <laughs> um, It's mostly on my tongue right now. Hold on, I'll get some more ice cream. Okay. So let's go back to the package, shall we? Because on the inside, it says how to enter the one chip challenge. So basically, they want people to be assholes and take pictures of themselves doing this and then put it on Twitter just so they can be on what's called the pecky wall of infamy. I feel like I've been remiss because I haven't been taking pictures of you doing this to get you on the wall of infamy. It's okay. You don't have to do that. All right. So here's how I would say. I would rate it at this point. Seven, seven out of ten on the hotness scale. It's mostly on my tongue right now, and it's really annoying. I gotta get another piece of ice cream. Hold on. So let me get this straight. You need more ice cream. It gave you hiccups, and yet it's only this a seven out of ten, and not higher. I've had some really hot buffalo wings in the past. I mean, Chris remembers where were we in like Portland? I had like a burrito one time, 
and it was so hot that it overtook my lips, and my lips got really red. I don't remember. I think it was a hot burrito somewhere. That's the other thing, because we've had really high winds lately. I don't know about you, but my lips are super chapped, and they're actually like cracked in a couple of places. I cannot imagine doing that to myself with my cracked lips right now. I cannot. I cannot imagine someone eating this whole chip. Like it would, just the surface area of wh- where it touches, it it's really hot. And like I said, it's mostly on my tongue, mm-hmm. <laughs> which really hurts right now. Hold so, on. so the people on Amazon weren't kidding when they said things like, "So, so and so is on day four of being in the hospital after they decided to do the stupid challenge and eat the entire thing." I think it has a lot to do with like how much spicy food you eat as well. Oh. Like if you if you're like if you're you're a boxer, if you're in fighting shape and you're eating spicy food regularly and your stomach and mouth and taste buds have been burned already. Scorched. You'd probably I just don't eat enough spicy food. Yeah, and you're light years ahead of me. Can are you glad now that I didn't open this chip? Not just for the hilarity, but for the actual like drama that would have ensued. I was, I I even told you I was like I'm not expecting you to eat a whole chip, Chrissy. You were but expecting maybe, me to try it, but maybe a little bit. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. How long was that? Five minutes? Just about. Now I'm much better. Can I have some ice cream? I'm sorry, guys. Can we mystery snack challenge have, have this some, ice cream? Have, have some ice cream, please. All I really want is the ice cream. I didn't earn it, but that's all I want. So yeah. Uh, Seven out of ten. Oh, now my my stomach's making weird noise. <laughs> See, let me try some water. It's still on my tongue. That's where that's where it hurts. I thought it was better. You said, "Oh, it's been five minutes, guys. It's all better now." Well, I mean, in terms of the intensity, like it was intense on my tongue for a good four or five minutes there. Justin, did you really want to deal with drama, Chrissy? As opposed to. Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic. No. Like, Chrissy crying, possibly heaving in the bathroom right now. Is that where you wanted this to go? Of course not, Chrissy. I don't even get anything more than the mild pico de gallo <laughs> at Paquito Moss. Like, that's spicy enough. Thanks very much. When we go in to get the table side guacamole, I'm like, just a little bit. We're good. So there you go. First, first mystery snack challenge. Chrissy has failed, maybe for the better. Yep. I score it a seven out of ten. My tongue is still kind of burning. Otherwise, I'm doing all right. But this ice cream is really good. That ice cream is good. It's called Nada Moo because it's dairy free. Birthday cake cookie dough. So, since you're the one that doesn't have the burning tongue, Chrissy, mm-hmm. where can you find us on the interwebs? You ask me that as I have ice cream in my mouth, but we can do this. It's okay. My, my, my tongue. Here, I'll be like Simple Jack in the movie. You, 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 you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all at Movie Geek Cast. Yeah, breaking news. We finally have an Instagram. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> you're welcome, Dustin. <laughs> and you can also find us on Podbean. Apparently not on Stitcher, but yes to Apple Music. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I knew I was missing something. I'm looking at you expectantly like, what am I missing? That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. 
That's enough. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. As we almost, we've got one more episode to in go 2018. in 2017. Which year are we in, Chris? 17. I had to think about it, though. So it's been a long, crazy ride this year. Yeah, it has. We appreciate you uh, joining <laughs> joining the ride, man. It's You're crazy. our best friend. As my nose starts to run a little it's bit. It's not going well over here. I don't know what we're going to do with I'm this I'm a mess, chip guys. On top of the... I ate a tenth of a chip and I'm... Guys, we have to take a picture of just how little of this chip you actually ate just oh, to give... I'm, I, I'm owning up to it, man. No, I, I know. I'm not hazing you. I'm saying like it, that's how crazy hot it is. Oh, it's also ten twenty nine at night. Yes, it is. <laughs> you made choices. I already had allergies. Oh, I was my nose was bleeding at the start. Now I my know. nose is running. Hashtag <laughs> good choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, next week we got a Christmas episode coming up. Another surprise for Chrissy. We're going to keep that one close to the vest. After last year's Ernest Save Christmas uh, debacle, got to up the ante. So stay tuned for that. Whatever choice it is has to be better than this one ship challenge choice. We will see. One tenth one ship choice. Otherwise, uh, we're part of a network, Chris. Podfix. Where can we, you know where we can find us on Podfix? Well, you can find on the Podfix website. You could also find us on Twitter at Podfix and same thing um, on Facebook. And they re- recently were featured by Podbean, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Tons of tons of great podcasts over there. We love you guys. Um, but yeah. Good times, Chrissy. Yeah. I'm going to go find a tissue. Enjoy. See you guys next week. Bye. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. This is literally the worst idea you've ever had. The worst. Like, I'm not even being funny about that. Like, this is the stupidest, worst idea you've ever had.